Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, you know, one of the things that we try to do with this podcast is we try to be consistently there for you. We seldom miss podcasts or take unexpected breaks because we know how rare it is to be included in your daily routine. It's something I never take for granted. And the only way we can continue to be here Tuesdays through Fridays is thanks to our amazing Patreon subscribers. So if you like this podcast, the absolute best way to show your love for what we do here is to subscribe to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash show. And being a supporter has its own perks, too, like the Shadow Docket bonus show every Tuesday and Thursday, plus the Friday after party with me and Kimberly, and commercial-free Ultimate Edition versions of the main shows. So just go to patreon.com slash show, click on the box for the level you can afford, and you're all set. Thanks so much for supporting our Patreon page, and now let the cartoons begin. No! The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska! From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, January 23, 2024, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi there, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1,098 of the Biden-Harris administration, 287 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on threads and Instagram. The Bob Seska is my handle. Twitter, Bob Seska underscore go. And our Patreon page is bobseskashow.com. And that guy right there, it's Buzz Burbank with the news. Yeah. You say Buzz Burbank. Neosporin. You said it all. Yeah, Neosporin is the best thing for hand sores. Yeah, you'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> Ew. Hi. Exactly. Hi. Hi. Uh, he's Bob. I'm Buzz. Or to use our old DJ names, Chaos and Bedlam. <laughs> I'm Chaos. And I'm Bedlam. Good, Good morning. morning. Uh, uh, today is the day each year. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, today's the day each year they reset the doomsday clock. <laughs> Yeah. Now, it, now they they used to use that to measure how close we are to nuclear war. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it just measures how close we are to reelecting Trump. Appropriate. Yeah. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> you, you think so? I don't know. Uh, so uh, paychecks and the stock market are up. Uh, inflation and unemployment are down. And from what we're hearing, only a Republican can turn that around. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, Ron DeSantis has suspended his presidential campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went from never back down to let me back up a bit. <laughs> uh, more and more Trump voters are telling reporters they're concerned that a civil war is coming. Mm-hmm. They just can't remember where they left the cannonball. <laughs> Congress is going to be a problem for them. Honestly. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Congress is just a few days away from another two-week vacation. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, of course, plans to spend the break looking at Hunter Biden dick pics. Uh, always. always. Naturally. Constantly. Yeah. Uh, and, gee, if she wants to see a dick so much, why didn't she just look over at Matt Gates? We won't be staying healthy too long. No. Come on, Corona, baby. Wait and see. I'm going to ignore the CDC. Come on with me, baby. Let's head to the sea. We'll start a second wave. Wait and see. Let's go spreading now. Everybody's learning how. Come on, get infected with me. Come on, get infected with me. No. Rock around, Mike. Rocky MNTN yeah. Mike on I, Twitter. Yeah. Found myself doing the Batusi. <laughs> That's a classic, and we're bringing that back because uh, yes. Trump might actually be on the verge of another bout with COVID. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm so sad about that. So, Monday morning, we all get up. We all get up Monday morning, and we're so excited because we know that Trump has said, and he's lied about this before, yeah. but Trump has said that he's going to court, that he's going to show up and testify uh, in his own behalf in the E. Jean Carroll trial. Now, mm-hmm. it's already been determined that he sexually assaulted her. That's yeah. already been uh, established in court as yeah. a fact. Uh, so this is about uh, how much more to punish him on top of the punishment he's already been given for slandering E. Jean Carroll. I get the uh, sense he's not really following this as no, clearly as he no. should. I, I get the sense he's not following a lot these days. <laughs> We, we were all very excited about, oh, God, we hope he takes the stand because that'll be so entertaining. Even mm-hmm. if we don't get to see it live, we'll get to read about it yeah. and read about how he went nuts and how they <laughs> threw him in jail. for mm-hmm. Because uh, the judge in this case, Judge Kaplan, I believe, is having none of it. Uh, yeah. Judge Kaplan, known as a very tough judge, Judge Kaplan jails people for contempt. This is Judge Kaplan. Yeah. So Trump is just would be walking into the propeller, as you like to say, on yes, this one. Yes, absolutely. And, but, but, so is he going to show? Isn't he going to show? It, it does they, they, so they show up in court. He shows up. He's sitting there next to his attorney, uh, uh, Alina Haba Haba, and uh, <laughs> and and uh, the judge announces uh, we we can't we can't have a trial today after all. Oh, you know we're all heartbroken because we were looking forward to seeing <laughs> yeah. if Trump was going to implode. Yeah. Uh, the judge says no, we can't do it today because one of the jurors is sick. Yeah. And and uh, then Alina Haba speaks up and she says, "Oh, well, you know, I have a fever too, and my folks have COVID." <laughs> and she's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to laugh, but this is she's, just. <laughs> she's sitting next to. She's in the courtroom with everybody else, the judge, everybody. She's sitting next to Donald Trump. Uh huh. You know. So uh, as Rachel likes to say, watch this space. <laughs> Yes. Why am I so... I shouldn't be so delighted, but, you know, what can I say? I think we're all a little delighted over the fact that Trump may have COVID again. It's a little schadenfreude. We're not going as far as the person on Twitter who said, "Uh, COVID, do your work. Uh, I'm not... We're not saying that. No, no. But it's hard not to snicker. (laughs) No. Forgive me if I snicker today, though, because, uh, look, anything that uh, helps, and I think if... COVID comes along and slows Donald Trump down. That's great for democracy. So actually, you know what? 
COVID's helping democracy for a change. COVID, you're finally helping. Thank you very much, COVID. Who knew? I did not see this coming. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's some uh, people theorizing that this might be a delay tactic, like uh, Haba saying, hey, you know what? If I say I have COVID, then it's going to stall things a little bit longer. I don't think that's the case. No, that's what's getting the attention. But the judge got the ball rolling by saying we, we can't do court today because one of the jurors is sick. Yeah. And and hopefully not with COVID, mm-hmm. although kind of makes you wonder. And they are all in the same room together and have been. Yeah. Um, uh, interesting interesting to see what happens next, as always. Yeah. But it freed Trump up to, uh, to go to New Hampshire and continue to babble about God knows what. <laughs> right. And, of course, we're in that situation again today, Buzz, with the New Hampshire primary tonight. Right. In other words, people of the future will already know who won. Well, we already know who won Dixville Notch. Yes. So we have <laughs> yes, the early results are in. Uh, yeah. it, it was uh, Nikki Six, uh, Trump Zero. Right, right. There's a meme going around with Trump asking the mayor of Dixville Notch to find him seven more votes so <laughs> oh, notice that it. one that's a good I, one yeah i yeah. wish i was funny that's a good one yeah uh, see i'm watching maybe. fargo so if you hear me say <laughs> you're darn tootin uh, today that's bears. because i'm watching season five of fargo i can't no help bears. it yeah so uh i believe nikki haley is going to do very well tonight surprisingly so. well yeah she might I even think, win you know it, you know all she needs to do is get close uh she's uh, by one account only 12 points behind i say only 12 that's huge normally in election terms yeah but uh the way things have been going and the fact that is it is new hampshire uh that could change i think there's more voter enthusiasm among independents in new hampshire than Mm -hmm. there is among republicans certainly yeah and uh i think that'll count for something so all nikki haley has to do to stay in this as it were is to get close is Mm -hmm. to is to get closer uh lose by five that'll just scare the pee out of him yeah absolutely and i think they need to start thinking in terms of whizzing on the electric fence (laughs) i I think the republicans are doing that by leaning too uh too into donald trump Trump. They'll think, never learn. Yeah, They'll and they, never learn. they need to stop it. They will die of electrocution because yeah. there's no stop. They can't help themselves. This is, uh, I think, a disaster for the Republican Party in the making. And remember, I'm the don't get happy guy when it comes to elections. You know what I mean? I, I know. But when you see Thelma and Louise headed for the cliff, <laughs> you, there's only one possible. You know, when Butch and Sundance go over mm-hmm. the side, you know that's, yeah. well, you think that's it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about this. If Donald Trump locks it up tonight with the New right. Hampshire primary, if right. Nikki Haley loses by maybe 10 points, a something in that range. 19 or something. Yeah, yeah, that basically means Donald Trump becomes the presumptive nominee, which yeah. also means more time in which voters will hear exclusively from Donald Trump as the nominee. In other mm-hmm. words, there's no other Republicans around to right. take the spotlight away from Donald Trump. So it's going to be squarely focused on Trump between now and November. So that lengthens the amount of time in which people can remember why they had Trump fatigue back in 2020. Oh, Absolutely. that guy, right? And I'm not talking about those of us, obviously. The qualifier here is... We follow this. We know Donald Trump. We've been listening to his clips and so forth. There are so many people, undecided voters, swing voters, casual voters, people who don't pay attention to politics, who kind of forgot that Donald right. Trump was around, believe it or not. I didn't yeah, know that was by, possible, uh, but they did. Through the act of ignoring, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think the best strategy for defeating Donald Trump is allowing people, or in some cases, forcing people, <laughs> to hear him talk. 
I really, honest to God, don't believe I, that I, ignoring him makes him go away. This is something I, I've been talking about for years, Buzz. And uh, in fact, I, I was glad to see not only did John Oliver confirm something like that a couple of years ago, talking about Tucker Carlson, but Chris Hayes said it last week. He warned stridently against trying to ignore Donald Trump. He's his own worst enemy, is what right. we're trying to say. Uh, yeah. If I may say so, I don't think we have to force anybody to, to listen to Trump. I think he will be unavoidable. Right, right, as, right. As you, as you said, as the, as the lone nominee, as the mm -hmm. presumptive nominee of the Republican Party. And, and I think you're absolutely right about Trump fatigue. And I know we're going to talk about this later, but the other factor in this uh, extra exposure for Trump over the coming months, uh, not only will it be fatigue, but the exposure of Trump's dementia. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 exposure of the fact that uh, this man is gone. He mm -hmm. has lost it. He yes. is completely gone. I mean, we're late starting the show because there were so many examples, uh, audio clips that I had to dub down for the show, and uh, that made the start of the podcast a little bit later, just to give you an indication of how much there was. It's right. an embarrassment of riches when it comes to Donald Trump fucking up during one of his rallies or during an interview after right. one of his rallies. So right. lots of examples I, of that. I'm looking forward to those tapes. Uh, before we move on from the New Hampshire primary, oh, I wanna, yes. I, if I may do a mea culpa Please, uh, yeah, yeah. about my comments last week about the Iowa uh, primary, I, I was maybe in a mood. Uh, I was <laughs> upset that uh, Iowa voters had effectively chosen Donald Trump. That mm -hmm. it, uh, more I, more Iowa Republicans had chosen Trump than any other candidate. Yeah. Uh, I realize in, in the light of day and the smoke is cleared and and uh, the uh, the antibiotics have kicked in. <laughs> uh, I realize now that uh, he only won by he only won 51 percent. Mm -hmm. uh, he he only seven percent of Republican voters chose Trump because yeah. uh, based on on the turnout he won by twenty two hundred votes. This is not the landslide the media's made it out to be. In fact, it was the media's portrayal of Trump's great victory in Iowa that made me realize it, it wasn't a great victory at all. Uh, and the more opportunity I had to see the numbers, uh, the clearer it became to me that although Trump did win, and although I am still disappointed, and although I am still worried about the threat that Trump poses, eh, I may have overreacted a little. <laughs> and, and again, uh, I think the antibiotics have taken care of that. So let's just move on. If we could. Okay. That would right. be my hope at this point. Did you hear about it? Did you get replies or mentions? Or no, I, you know, I really, well, I don't know if, if I did. I think I looked and then I stopped looking. So I don't know if I did or didn't, but uh, no, I didn't get a lot of blowback from it. Uh, okay. uh, maybe people have just started writing me off, but um, I, no, I didn't get a I lot of blowback. But, but but I but I I felt uh, I I do feel guilt. And as Bob and I have said before, when we get something wrong, as I kind of did last week, mm. uh, we we like to uh, we like to you know come forth and and uh, be forthright about it. Yeah, don't worry because I've gotten a couple things wrong right here at the beginning, the first uh, ten minutes of the show. So really, and I slept I through know. it. What Maybe. happened? <laughs> well, I predicted Nikki Haley might do very well tonight. Oh well, and it's so po there's anything's like, possible. I would say seventy five percent of the people listening to this podcast right now uh, are listening to it after the returns have come in, and there's a winner declared. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I know, right. I know. But look, I mean, obviously, we see this. Republicans are, as we said before, whizzing on the electric fence, and you just don't want to. Don't whiz on the electric fence. 
you don't want to do that because there are myriad things here that could uh, completely destroy the Republican Party if they right. continue to wrap their arms and legs around Donald Trump and hump away. And, and so many of them do, especially yeah. elected politicians. Uh, uh, the voters, it's interesting to see what I think, uh, what, about half uh, Republican voters like him and half don't or something like that. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I, his numbers are... Are, are vulnerable, I think, at yeah. best. So, uh, but I still worry about the threat that he poses. But, but at the same, and and I worry about the fact that so many Republicans uh, do still cling to him, like you said, mm -hmm. with their arms and legs wrapped around him, yeah, humping away. Right. Oh, here's an example. Uh, again, take this with a grain of salt because it's a poll from Politico. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's, it was reported by Politico. It's actually an NBC News Des Moines Register Mediacom poll. Okay. Uh, voters in New Hampshire found that fully 43% of Nikki Haley supporters said they would back President Joe Biden over Donald mm -hmm. Trump. Yeah. And it's a dynamic that has been on vivid display as the campaign shifted this week to New Hampshire. In the meantime, a New York Times Siena College poll found that, including independents who say they lean toward one party over the other, Biden had slightly more support among Democrats and Democratic-leading independents, 91 percent, than Trump did among Republicans and GOP-leaning independents, 86 percent. Now, that's a little bit outside the margin of error. So I would say that well, that's bad news for Donald Trump. Which is I, why, I, I, yeah. I, I, would, yeah, I would agree. And I, I want to yeah. say to people about, uh, for example, the Des Moines <clears throat> Register, uh, the poll there, uh, trust state polls over national polls. If you see a poll like this, you can you can look at it with a bit more confidence yeah. than the national polls because they're really looking at their local. These are local people looking at local people, and mm -hmm. it tends to be tends to be pretty straightforward. So uh, you can you can take some comfort in that. Also, uh, there's a Brian Boitler who writes on Substack. And he makes a very oh, yeah. good yeah, point. Yeah, I know that guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he has just made a very, very, very important point, and that is you have your never Trumpers, but have you ever met a never Biden? No. In the Democratic Party, uh, in the Republican Party, there are never Trumpers. In the Democratic Party, there are no never Bidens. Right. So the Republicans are on the verge of nominating someone who may be convicted at least once or twice before the election. In fact, once, maybe even before the convention. And there goes another 30% of the vote. Although I will say right. I'm kind of worried about Georgia, which is now the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah. Concerned. And then you combine that with what I said before about uh, Donald Trump fatigue. I mean, people mm -hmm. were sick and tired of Donald Trump back in 2020. I don't think he's gained people. Since no, then. oh no, no. And all it takes, as we've been saying, all it takes is just a little bit of a reminder. Donald Trump in our living rooms 24-7, once again, is going to drive away a lot of people. And I'm talking about undecided voters. And, and we're also in that phase, as I've been saying many times, where elections are decided by a couple of percentage points. The, the elections are decided in the margins, mm -hmm. very teeny tiny margins in some places. And so all it takes is a little bit of Trump fatigue. And as we've discussed on the show as well we have this thing in this country where people build up someone and deify them and then tear them the fuck down because we get sick of people very very easily so there's that factor playing against donald trump as well just yeah, the overall yeah. trump fatigue and reminding people why they hated him so much 
four we, fucking years ago. We, we with lots so many celebrities, we deify and crucify. Uh, it's almost crucifixion time, uh, metaphorically, for Donald Trump. So along those lines, uh, among yes. many things, right? Already, yeah. The cognitive decline is being discussed heavily in the traditional press on cable news. Uh, certainly some of the papers of record are beginning to wonder like, okay, really? now, yeah, this guy's cheese is slipping off his cracker. I, I've seen it a lot on social media. One of the things I was going to say on the show today, I guess I still will, is that uh, the media, the way this is going, there's so much of this on social media, the me the uh, mainstream media has to catch on to this soon. Yeah. If, if you're saying they already have, well, I'm delighted to hear that. I think they have. I think they have. And it's specifically about this thing where he said Nikki Haley a bunch of times instead of saying Nancy Pelosi. That's the big one. The question is, will they continue to cover it? Will they... Will will this be a story uh, for them? I, I hope so. I hope I hope the Nikki Haley thing uh, has them digging up all these clips. Let's hear this clip. Uh, it's been making its rounds. You may have already heard it, but here's Donald Trump mixing up Nancy Pelosi and Nikki Haley. Right. By the way, they never report the crowd on January sixth. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. They never report the crowd on January sixth. Right. He, he he's proud of that crowd. He's proud of the number. And why don't they why don't they brag about that? We had the biggest insurrection. It was the greatest insurrection. I've never seen an insurrection so huge. God damn it! It's like he's talking about one of his rally crowds. Those people back there don't want to tell you how many people were at the insurrection. <laughs> yes, yes, they do, and we have many, 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 times. many, 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 many times. We can tell you how many were arrested, how many have been convicted, how many have <laughs> pled guilty. Right. We have all the numbers. Something like 900 people have been arrested, and uh, I don't think all of them have been convicted yet, but we're getting damn close to it. Yeah, no, it's, it's over 1,200 who have been 1200, charged, wow. and, and uh, 800 uh, jailed or imprisoned at some point. Wow. Okay, so I was close. I was within the ballpark. Thank and you. the number continues to grow. Okay, let's continue here. By the way, they never report the crowd on January 6th. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Two. Nikki Haley. Three. You know, they did you know they destroyed all of the information, all of the evidence, everything deleted and destroyed all of it. They didn't do that. That didn't right. happen. That did not happen. And no. wait, there's more. No, all of it because of lots of things like because Nikki of lots Haley of things is in charge. <laughs> Because of lots of things. You know why. It was because of lots of things, Lots Bob. of things, right? Just name a thing, and that's what probably one of the reasons. Five years old? <laughs> lots of things. But that's what he does. He does that all the time. He doesn't know. I know. He has no idea. He's just repeating shit that Stephen Miller whispered to him on his way up to the dais, you know. Because of lots of things, like Nikki Haley... <laughs> is in charge of security. We Nikki offered her 10,000 people. Nikki Haley is in charge of security. Was that like five, six times he said her name? Yeah, I, I counted four. He mentioned Nikki Haley instead of saying Nancy Pelosi. He was trying to blame Nancy Pelosi for the lack of security, which isn't the thing at all. That's obviously one of his many lies and the thing which red hats repeat he, all the he, time. He's, because they're he's, not even, he's not even getting his lies right. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there's that. And that's been getting a lot of press. Everyone's been talking about that. In fact, uh, Elise Stefanik was asked about that particular gaffe. And she did the I meant to do that thing or he meant to do that. It's the Pee Wee Herman excuse. Pee Wee Herman does a double somersault off of his bike and lands in front of a group of kids just crashing all over the place and stands up, dusts himself off and says, I meant to do that. 
That's what Donald Trump does every single time. Every right. time he, every time there's a gaffe, you know, even with the short circuits. Or, or I was joking, or I was making a point. It's always some excuse for his gaffes. Yes. Yeah. So here's uh, Elise Stefanik explaining his uh, Nikki Haley gaffe here, saying, "Oh yeah, he meant totally meant to do that." That isn't a mix-up. Uh, the reality is, Nikki Haley. She wasn't speaker. Nikki Haley is relying on Democrats, just like Nancy Pelosi, uh, to try to have a desperate showing in New York, in New Hampshire. Okay. Really? That's such a stretch. That's such. Nothing to do with it's not it's just the stretch. It's not even the same ballpark. No, it's, it's it nothing to do with the topic at hand. Of course not. It was so talking President about January sixth. President Trump has not lost a step. He is a stronger candidate, stronger than he is today than he was in 2016 and he was in 2020. Compare that to no. Joe Biden's weakness. I can't tell you oh how disappointing. God. Oh yeah, yeah. This, this is the Morning Joe crew reacting to the clip. This is funny. Joe Biden's weakness. I can't tell you oh how disappointing God. I how disappointed well, I feel every time it's I see a her joke. talk. She's a clown. That <laughs> All right. That's a, they, I just hearing that clip. It sounds like the Saturday Night Live version of Morning Joe. <laughs> but that's uh, it. Uh, yeah, and then you have to go back to Elise Stefanik on uh, September, oh, uh, January eleventh, January eleventh, two thousand twenty-one, mm -hmm. uh, when she blamed President Trump, then President Trump, for the insurrection, for the attack on the Capitol, yeah. and said that words matter and that the president is responsible. This is that same woman. <laughs> Right. So what she also referenced in there, too, is one thing that Donald Trump has been talking about quite a bit these days, which is that Democrats are trying to interfere with the election in New Hampshire, <laughs> which is, you know what? I'm going to give that excuse. I'm going to give that thing half yeah. true. I say that's half true. If I were PolitiFact, I would give that a half true thing. Democrats aren't specifically voting they can't vote they're not allowed to vote in the new hampshire republican primary right however democrats several months ago could have registered as unaffiliated and right. then voted in an Operation Chaos move in the New Hampshire primary to flummox Donald Trump to uh, provide more votes for Nikki Haley. I don't know if it's Operation Chaos or if you would call it the, the New Hampshire way. New Hampshire is fiercely independent. That's very New Hampshire of New Hampshire to do that. Yeah, well, it was uh, Operation Chaos references something that uh, Rush Limbaugh did. I want to say this was right, the 2008 Democratic primary between but, uh, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton where he was trying to get Republicans to vote as unaffiliated voters in elections to try to uh, scramble there, the uh, Obama-Clinton fight at that was, point in time. Was there an equivalent effort in New Hampshire for Democrats? Uh, there was. There was, in fact, we reported on this uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'm not sure if it was the Tuesday show. It was probably the Thursday okay. show. Yeah, there was a, there's an organization, a nonprofit up there in New Hampshire that spent, God, close to a million dollars registering Democrats as unaffiliated to, to scramble the uh, New Hampshire primary for the Republicans, to get more voters right. for Nikki Haley. So there's that. But they're not literally Democrats voting because you can't vote as a Democrat in the Republican primary. That's not right. how it works. Well, well, I know, but they were registered as independents for, for that or as unaffiliated. Yeah. So, I mean, there was certainly no cheating going on there. No, there's and, no it's not cheating and, at all. And, and, this is completely the, above board. And, and again, even the fact that there was an effort, an organized effort, is, like I said, a very New Hampshire thing to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this excuse that... Donald Trump mixed Nikki Haley and Nancy Pelosi 
because the Democrats are voting in New Hampshire, allegedly, and also he's talking about January 6th. No, he fucked up big time. There's no two ways about it. This is not one of those, I know you are, but what am I, or I meant to do that kind of things. This is uh, a a cognitive lapse by Donald Trump, and we're seeing this more and more often. I mean, I've got so many examples here, but while we're talking about Elise Stefanik, she's going way out on a limb for Donald Trump. I think she wants to be his running mate. And one of the things that works against Elise Stefanik as Donald Trump's running mate Uh is her last name. Hal Sparks brought this up on Stephanie Miller's show last week. He said that uh, Donald Trump will never choose a running mate who has more syllables in his name than, or her name, than Donald Trump has syllables. So in other words, Elise Stefanik would take up more space on a poster than Donald Trump would simply because her name is longer than Trump. The reason he chose, one of the reasons he chose Pence is because Trump Pence was, there was an equity there. They had this one syllable for both of them. Watch, watch Elise Stefanik race to court. Now she's such a toady race to court to change her name. (laughs) That's right. Um, So that's, that's working against Elise Stefanik, no matter what she does. And the other thing is, Speaking of Donald Trump gaffes and cognitive decline, (laughs) Donald Trump completely screwed up her last name (laughs) at one of his rallies over the weekend in New Hampshire. Here's Donald Trump flubbing Elise Stefanik's last name. How good did Elise Stepanak do? Stepanak. He could not process the printed word that he saw before him on the teleprompter. What, what What do these things have in common? What do these last two gaffes have in common? Their their identities, and he's having yeah. trouble now. Uh, as as he's part of his decline, he's having trouble with identities, keeping identities straight. Yeah, and uh, I, like I said, I I look forward to more. I, I watch press coverage pretty closely. I haven't seen a lot of mainstream coverage of this yet. Uh-huh. I I want to see consistent uh, mainstream coverage of this going forward because uh, in the course of our Trump fatigue over the coming year, uh, the other factor is going to be his complete and total mental decline. Yes, and I'm not concerned at all that the word is going to get out. I feel pretty good about the fact that people are going to be reminded that Donald Trump is a fucking demon. And the sooner that starts, the better off, as I've been well, saying. The, so. the courts could sh- certainly help there. I think we're yeah. all disappointed uh, that uh, judges and, and courts have not come down harder on him. Uh, my God, uh, even Ingeron bending over backwards to what be fair at this point. Uh, name any other accused criminal in the U.S. who would get that sort of deferential and preferential treatment. Well, that's I think uh, the judges in some of these cases are facing a similar conundrum as we all face in discussing Donald Trump. What they don't want to do and what they're struggling not to do is they're struggling to not empower him, to give him ammunition that he can claim right. as uh, yeah. as being victimized Ang- by uh, Ang- these Ang- judges. Ingeron's Ang- clearly cognizant of that, yes. Yeah, yeah. And so is uh, the judge in the Eugene Carroll case as well. So Kaplan. Yeah, yeah Judge Kaplan. They're thinking, oh, shit, you know what? If we uh, punish this guy for his outbursts in court or trying to tamper with the jury, intimidate the jury and so Mm -hmm. forth, uh, then he's going to go out and he's going to say, hey, look, look what they're doing to me. They're trying to silence me. And that's at least from their point of view, they see that as Donald Trump's strategy. 
I would do what is the the right thing to do in that situation. You jail him. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, obviously, don't let him go out and make a martyr out of himself. Exactly. And quiet he, him and, by confining him. Right. And even if it doesn't quiet him, even if he just keeps yelling, you're still doing From the, the right thing. House window. And he's always going to keep yelling. He's never going to shut up. If if you try to uh, punish Donald Trump for doing this or that, or or you avoid punishing Donald Trump, especially in that eventuality, then he's gonna keep screaming and making an ass of himself. Not if he's in jail. Not if he's well. Yeah, I guess that's true. What would we have waited for for any other accused criminal? Right, right. So I, we're all in this place where we're like, uh, do we pay attention to Donald Trump? Do we talk about Donald Trump? Because you know what? He loves the attention. Well, I know it's a conundrum. It's a difficult thing to kind of square in your head. But the fact of the matter is that the more people hear from Trump, the worse he does. And I'm not talking about his diehards because they're always going to support him. The Red Hats will always be in his corner. There's no doubt about that. But I think we're talking about a lot of people, as I keep saying, a lot of people who have been tuned out, haven't been paying attention, or maybe even forgot that Donald Trump was a thing, are going to suddenly be smacked in the face. It's going to be like a, a cartoon-sized anvil dropping on their heads. Oh, shit. Do oh, really? Donald Trump? Oh, God damn it. Well, and so that that's going to that's going to be bad news for Trump. And that goes back to what I've been saying for two years, that it, when it comes time to cast your vote, uh, you have a choice between the old guy and the crazy evil guy. <laughs> and, and it's going to be pretty, pretty easy, pretty clear choice, I think. And I thought that then I think so now. And I think so many things are now working in our favor. I, yeah. As we've said in recent weeks on this show, the tide has turned mm -hmm. uh, economically and in terms of public opinion, it is beginning to turn. Uh, it will continue to do so as interest rates come down over this coming year, as they're going to do. Um, I think uh, people, uh, some of the pain of the inflation that's not that's not going away that we got stuck with, you know, over last year, uh, those prices that we've discussed here before are not going back down. But but some of the pain of that will fade yeah. over the coming year, and uh, I, I think there's a lot to be gained on our side and a lot to be lost. On Trump's side, uh, the Republican Party, uh, despite the weak-ass numbers, has, has wrapped itself around Donald Trump, let them all go down together. Uh, I, I think things look very good for us to, to see uh, his decline and their decline uh, in the midst of our own rise is very encouraging. The timing couldn't be better. We just hit da Dow 38,000. Uh, yes. Under Joe Biden, you right. combine that with Joe Biden and the campaign and all surrogates making a case, certainly lots of volunteers on social media and so forth, making the case, combining the fact that Joe Biden has made all these moves to improve the economy. And here it is. Look, the economy is actually improving. Look at the headlines. <laughs> right. Can't miss it. I mean, 38,000. That's enormous. And only a Republican can turn that around. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> right. Hey, look, you want a recession in all seriousness? If you're, God damn it. You know what? I'm thirsting for a recession session then elect another republican or elect uh, keep electing republicans because right. that's what they deliver for the american people every well, single time a recession and, and, and never mind that like i said i think voters don't remember that stuff you know pundits remember that stuff i don't know that yeah. voters do but what voters are seeing is how things are starting to go so well with biden as president right and that i think that will go a lot farther nothing wrong with reminding them if they'll listen but uh, the best news is gas prices are down, uh, at, at least moderate. Uh, jobs are up. Wages are up. Inflation is down. 
Uh, stock market is up. Uh, things just couldn't be much rosier, yeah. even though you have to pay more for, I don't know, spam. Well, guess what else? You know who's warning against nominating Donald Trump right now? Who? The Koch Network. The Koch oh, yeah. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been all in on uh, no Trump for yeah, yeah. about a year and a half or so now that they began to invest in in fighting Donald Trump and organizing, trying to organize efforts to defeat him. So are we down to one Koch brother? Uh, I think. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah just, Chuck, just Chuck is left. Uh, Charles right. Koch is the remaining Koch brother. I fly home to Wichita, and I just want to... I, you know, I, I love my people there, and I love the town uh, that I grew up in. It was a, there's a lot to love about that place. Mm -hmm. But you arrive at the Wichita Mid-Continent Airport. I think it's the Dwight D. Eisenhower Mid-Continent Airport. Is that where, anywhere near Stubville? Is that it, no, Stubville? no, that's no. that's where the people train goes. <laughs> uh, but the planes, they fly into Wichita, once known as the air capital of the world. Mm -hmm. And as you're coming around uh, the bend there in the in the concourse, it's, it's like a banner for Coke Industries. That's about a block long. You know, <laughs> wow. I don't know how much I don't know how much money they put into that, but yeah. it's a, the first thing you see is a, a, an ad for the Coke for Coke Industries the size of a city block <laughs> uh, when when you get off the plane. So yeah, that that concerns me a little bit. But, yeah, uh, yeah. It, well, it, but they they are throwing their their weight or his weight, I guess, at this point uh, behind. Uh, uh, any effort to defeat Trump. Yeah, I'm going to read their statement here in just a second. Uh, meantime, we're going to try to dig into what the hell NIMBRA actually means. Oh, okay. I, I have no idea what NIMBRA is. We'll talk about that in a second. If you're not familiar with NIMBRA, stick around because it's typically horrendous. It's another racist Donald Trump thing. Oh, sure. Uh, meantime, Donald Trump short-circuited talking about the death penalty. This is a Fun one. I know. There's lots of awful audio of Donald Trump today. But oh, this one's good. Particularly that's my fun. favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite tape. I'm so glad you have that tape. <laughs> there is no finer example of this man losing his mind yeah. than this clip. I know. It's so oh, good. I'm so glad that's coming up. All right. So we're going to talk about that. Plus, uh, Donald Trump warning the Supreme Court about chaos and bedlam. Also, our DJ names. <laughs> right. Um, and I, I got to brag a little bit. I'm going to yeah. brag a little bit coming up in the yeah. next segment. Yeah. Ron DeSantis is out. <laughs> yeah. Who who called it? Who you called did. his crash you and did. burn years ago? Okay. I, I just I have to bask you in did. that a little you bit. Did. All right, more podcasting coming up right after these words. Stay with us. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. 
Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Well, they're not the Doobie Brothers. You know, wow. But they're really damn close. This is Firefall, the great Firefall. That is so good. Yeah, holy shit. Long train running, of course. I think everyone recognizes this one. But the brass, man, and the soul, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You want to pick up this album, I got a link in the description for it. Firefall's album of uh, cover songs, all people who at one point were affiliated with Firefall or Firefall bumped into them. Friends and Family. It's kind of a Friends and Family album. They're covering songs by people they know, which is great. So, yeah, yeah. Pick this one up. Absolutely get into your record collection. Link in the description at bobseska.com. Find this episode dated 123.24. Click that link, scroll on down, and you can download all the stuff, all the music that we play here on the show. Yes, and uh, oh, God, I'm cracking my shoulder here as I pat myself on the back. Uh, <laughs> Ron DeSantis quit. Yes. A- and for all the reasons that I called like two years ago after the right. midterms, I was like, yeah, well, Ron DeSantis is going to run. The Republicans are really hawkish on Ron DeSantis as being their guy, the new Donald Trump. Right. And I said, no, 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 wait, wait, hang on, hang on, guys. And I don't know why I'm giving the Republicans advice, but I'm, you know, warning Republicans, hey, look, you, you, as soon you as he hits help it, yourself, you're I, nothing if not helpful. I know. I'm a helper. I'm helpy helperton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Republicans don't do this because as soon as the voters start to see Ron DeSantis for who he really is, his actual right. lack of personality, I was going to say his actual personality, but this is a lack of personality, lack of charisma. As soon as they hear his whiny voice and the fact that he's just kind of this schlub, this political operative who goes the way the wind blows, they're going to say, no way. Um, no. No. What? What? How did we ever get behind this guy? Why did we waste our money? Why did we waste millions and hundreds of millions of dollars contributing to this guy's effort? Because he's, he's, a, he's a schlub, just like Bob Seska said two years ago. And here we are. So, yes, are, I have to give you, myself are, a round of applause. Are, are, are you done? Can I get you some aspirin for that shoulder? Because... <laughs> Uh, going back in time, you know, yes, I was the one waving my arms, a hair on fire, saying, look out for Ron DeSantis. And my reasoning was at the time, because you have to look at things in context, <laughs> at the time, it, it, my position was if Donald Trump goes away and DeSantis remains number two, then 
de facto, that makes DeSantis number one. Yeah. And we should all be very, very afraid of that. Uh, it didn't work out that way because uh, DeSantis couldn't even hang on to, to the number two position. Uh, and, and Trump did not go to jail. So because those things did not happen, uh, yes, and, and, and you were right, Bob, and I was wrong. Uh, DeSantis failed because he could not perform on the national stage. I believe those were your words, and you were absolutely correct in, in saying that. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, it could have. I'll put it this way. Next time, I won't warn y'all when a book-burning fascist <laughs> comes marching down the runway. Uh, you know, having lived under DeSantis' fascism here in Florida, I, I thought it important to warn the nation of what could happen. And, and I like to think that maybe to some degree that not just his lack of charisma, but his fascism is, is more open fascism than Donald Trump. Less, less uh, couched uh, uh, yeah. version of fascism uh, had a real chance of, of catching on. And, and I'm so glad that it, that it didn't. I'm glad for the nation. Uh, I've had people say, gee, I'm sorry for you, Buzz, because you still have to live with him. I think DeSantis is vulnerable at this point yeah. for a lot of reasons. As one columnist in the Tampa Bay Times pointed out this morning, uh, a lot of Floridians have decided that how much they're paying for fucking homeowners insurance <laughs> is a lot more important than these culture wars mm -hmm. that DeSantis insists on fighting. They're tired of him. There is DeSantis fatigue here in Florida. And because he's now a failed presidential candidate, uh, when you add in these other factors, I think his demise is, is due here. Uh, you were right. Uh, I was wrong. But I, I think it was proper that I warned you. I feel bad because I thought we had agreed on Ron DeSantis, and now I'm only now remembering that you were warning about Ron DeSantis. Were I was concerned about him being the nominee. Yes, and so now I feel bad that I've rubbed your nose in being wrong. So I no, that's that's <laughs> apologize for that's that. Fine. Jesus. It wasn't really asper cream; it was icy hot. So <laughs> ha ha. <laughs> so Ron DeSantis spent more than fifty-three million dollars to win twenty-three thousand votes in Iowa. Yeah, good job. Money well spent, Republicans. See what I keep warning you about? You don't want to do. It. You don't want to do well, this. And you, you, know, you did it anyway. This was all about ego and his wife Casey's ego because they they had to rely on super PACs and, and PACs for their money. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get a donation to save their life. Yeah. Nobody wanted to donate to the DeSantis campaign, and I mean nobody. Mm -hmm. uh, they really had a hard time with fundraising and had to go about it in very unorthodox ways that uh, perhaps will be prosecuted later. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, meantime, uh, I'm still trying to figure figure this out. In fact, I was having a discussion with a Patreon subscriber in the comments under one of the episodes from last week mm -hmm. about this very topic. So we all know that Nikki Haley's actual first name, her given first name is Nimrata. It's uh, Nimrata. Nimrata. Is that right. how you pronounce it? Okay. Nimrata. Nimrata. And for some reason, Donald Trump has decided instead to call her not Nimrata, which would still signify, hey, look at other, right, look at right. dark-skinned person that you should fear, which is Donald Trump's entire intent, to obviously scare white racist voters into voting against Nikki Haley. He could just use her actual name for that. But instead, he's come up with this other name, Nimbra. No! Which makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. I don't understand. What is the point of Nimbra? Do you know? Is that Does that well, signify anything specific? Like, is he saying that? Does it... Does it rhyme with something? Is it no. a reference to something? I don't it's, know what it is. I, I, I can narrow it down to two things. Okay. It's, it's either his cognitive decline, 
but it's more about his disrespect. It's more yeah. about it's more about the racism. It's more about uh, minimalizing her, uh, minimizing her uh, by, by by playing with her name. It's like if I said, uh, "I agree with you, Billy." Uh, you know, it's it's I'm being disrespectful uh, by by not calling you by your actual name. And if I if I change it to Bilbo, uh, then then that's even weirder, you know. And and whether he changed it. Whether he changed it, to, and what's disturbing to me is like in a vague memory in the 1970s of some pedophile group uh, called NAMBLA, the North American Man Boy Love oh, Association. Oh, is that it? Is it a and, NAMBLA and, thing? And, and and NIMBRA sounds like NAMBLA to me, but I don't know where he got. But it, mainly, he's just he's showing disrespect by intentionally. Or perhaps, I mean, he's he's certainly not trying to pronounce her name correctly. That he's doing out of disrespect. Landing on Nimbra as he did, that's the cognitive uh, failure. Part, okay. Because I, I think. Yeah. If it's a Nambla reference, so not only is he otherizing Nikki <laughs> well, Haley because of her uh, ethnic background, oh, but also oh, he now does. he's adding like, oh, she's also a child rapist. No, 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 no. I don't think he means that at all. I don't think he even remembers the organization or what it stands <laughs> okay. for. It's just a sound in his head. Okay. <sighs> yeah. It's just a sound in his head. That's all it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, so yeah. obviously the point of this entire discussion is Donald Trump's a gigantic weirdo. And he's a racist. He's a horrendous person. And he's in cognitive decline. And he's in cognitive decline because right. Nimbra makes no bloody sense. And it's, you know exactly. what, I, I apologize because it's one of those things, I got to apologize again, because it's one of those things that I get obsessed with. Like, what the fuck? What wheels, yeah. like, don't grinding over, to a screeching halt in his don't head. Over, like don't that, overthink it. <laughs> that, that napping donkey under a tree in his brain, like uh -huh. Homer Simpson. Like, right. well, how did that napping donkey under the tree in Homer Simpson's brain come up with Nimbra? <laughs> I, I don't fucking get this. Yeah, don't try. Don't I try. Don't, you'll just, I, you'll, you'll make yourself dizzy. I end up in these yeah. weird cul-de-sacs with Trump. <laughs> That's like, right, like, yeah. God damn it, yeah. Nimbra. What is it? Uh, what was he saying the other day? Liquid gold or debanking people? He came up with debanking. That's actually a, now a Republican term, debanking. Yes. Debanking. Okay, yeah. sure. Uh, meantime, the Koch Network, as we said before, is warning yes. Republicans not to nominate Trump. And I thought I'd read this statement because, you know what? When they're right, they're right. They they wrote here, uh, and but I say they, I mean the network, the Coke network. Yeah, right. uh, no longer brothers. One brother left. There is no question that Nikki Haley wins in a head-to-head -head contest with Joe Biden. Some polls have her up as much as 12 points in swing states like Michigan. She consistently outperforms Donald Trump by wide margins. Nikki Haley is by far the strongest candidate to win in November. We've been clear from the beginning that we disagree with former President Trump's plan for the country. As president, he added more to the national debt than any previous president. He has consistently said he would remove core constitutional protections if elected to a second term. And his current economic plan leads with the promise to raise taxes by 10% on all Americans, right. exclamation mark. But the reality is Trump has lost the last three elections and he's on track to lose this one. Uh -huh. Despite what some media outlets report, our polling consistently, consistently shows Donald Trump loses to Joe Biden. Wow. Yeah. Koch brothers. Very good. Completely summarizing segment one from today's show. This is what the Republicans are walking into. This is the propeller that they're power walking into with Donald Trump. And I wonder if they realize that. I guess they don't. They're just, they don't care. They see the loudness of a crowd. Uh -huh. And they're mistaking loudness for size. Uh -huh. 
And it's not just because his supporters are really, really loud and really, really dedicated to their cult leader. They think that translates to electoral victory. But there are numerous actual metrics that we can look at indicating that Donald Trump is going to crash and burn. I mean, the main one, and the Koch network points it out here, is that Donald Trump lost the popular vote in 2016, lost the midterms in 2018, lost the presidential election in 2020. Uh, His party with his name basically on the ballot in 2022, the red wave disappeared. The Democrats actually gained seats in the Senate. I mean, it was a disaster. Every time Donald Trump is on the ballot, whether tacitly or literally, his party, yeah, crash and burn. That's when Republicans lose governorships, they lose yeah. uh, state house seats, uh, all because of his endorsement. The people he endorses are the people who lose those contests. And it's just a question of how long, you know, the Cokes are tired or the Coke is tired of, uh, of losing elections. Uh, he wants to, he and his group want to continue to pursue that conservative agenda. I'm a little concerned they think Nikki Haley can beat uh, Joe Biden. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure. First, she has to beat Donald Trump. And because uh, of the arms and legs factor that we cited earlier, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know uh, if that's a possibility. I don't know that she can literally defeat Joe Biden. I mean, that's a right. tough haul for Nikki Haley. I would uh, think so, yeah. She just has doesn't have the charisma. And one of the reasons why I've been pushing the idea of Nikki Haley so heavily is because I see Nikki Haley as this kind of psychobomb that could tear apart the Republican Party. And obviously, oh, and, Donald Trump, you know what? I take that back. Donald Trump is the psychobomb. Nikki Haley is the uh, the big lighter about ready to light the fuse on the psychobomb. Uh, you know Republicans I mean? are not going to support a brown woman. I just don't think they will. Whose right. name is, whose real name is Donald Trump keeps pointing out is Nimrata or whatever Nimbra, he calls whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So, but in addition to that, not only will they not vote for a woman of color, mm-hmm. But they're not going to vote for anyone who's not Donald Trump. I mean, yeah, if it someone seems to be the case, even no matter how small his victories may be, see Iowa discussion earlier, uh, he's still their guy. Do you see these people lining up for Nikki Haley rallies in a general not, election? Not, these... not, not with enthusiasm. No, no. What's no. absolutely going to happen, right, Nikki? No, no, no. No. Um, <laughs> what's actually going to What's actually going to happen is it will split the party. Donald Trump will not accept the fact that he's not the nominee. He will go absolutely nuclear if the nomination is stripped away from him by Nikki Haley. He will run his own third party or an independent run for president. Uh, Either way, it doesn't matter. What's going to happen is he's going to end up splitting the vote, which is why I've been so pro-Nikki Haley. But the thing is, and obviously I don't support Nikki Haley in any way, shape, or form in terms of values or ideology or platform or whatever. I'm just saying from an electoral point of view, the best thing that could happen at this point is Nikki Haley getting the nomination. So I, I really strongly believe that. Plus, I don't believe the polls that say... And there are obviously people in the Republican Party who do believe these polls, including the Koch network. But I I don't believe that she can defeat Joe Biden. So meantime, Donald Trump short circuited on the I guess talking about the death penalty. This is a fascinating clip because it also gives us a taste of one of the things he's been doing in his rallies lately, which is to do this kind of dramatic thing toward the end of the rallies where he plays this propaganda music. He he actually has a, a score that plays 
under his, he does this weird thing where he gets, he gets like really whispery and he tries to be dramatic and it doesn't work. And it's, it's kind of creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So he was doing that and he started talking about, I think the death penalty and short circuited and everything went off the rail. So here we go. Which is incapable of solving. Solvin. Solvin. Which is incapable of solving. Which is incapable of solving. Even the smallest, smallest problem. Even the smallest, <laughs> even the smallest <laughs> problem. Even the smallest problem. Swallest. It says it's S W S W O L. Yeah, it's swallest. 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 Actually, you know what? That's like a that's a bodybuilding term. That's an, a legitimate. Fu- I mean, it's yeah, a fuck up, I, obviously, but it's yeah. a bo- swole is what I mean, bodybuilders say about their right. muscles. Swole, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he says swallest or swallest here. Yes. But also the high voice that he yeah. lapses into is just hysterical to me. It just gets really high pitch and whispery. And he does this occasionally where when he talks, it's almost as though he tries not to move his mouth when he talks. He's either really exaggerating his mouth movements when he talks or trying not to do it at all. Trying not to move his mouth. (laughs) List of problems we can no longer solve. We can't do anything. We are an institute and a powerful death penalty. We will put this on. We are an we, institute and a powerful death penalty. Or or in, yeah, we are an institute in a powerful death penalty. What what the hell does that mean? We let's go over it again. <laughs> yeah. We are an institute in a powerful death penalty. That's a <laughs> sentence. Period. That's a sentence. Full stop. I, I like I said, more than any other clip, this clip proves he is completely lost. Yeah. I want to hear this one again. We're just, I'm yes, gonna play it yes. straight on through. Oh yeah. Because I'm so delighted by it. And America has to laugh. Which yes. is incapable of solving. Solving. Even the smallest, smallest problem. Smallest the simplest of problems we can no longer solve. We can't do anything. We are an institute and a powerful death penalty. We will put this on. We will put this on, Bob. We will put this on. We are an institute. Yes. We we can, I, my and the saddest line in there, and it's almost worth isolating, would be, "We can't do anything." <laughs> we can't do anything. Oh, I love it! Right? No. We can't do anything. Can't do anything. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> oh my God. What's teeny oh, tiny, teeny man. tiny Trump voice? You know what? Maybe he's actually trying to do the tiny Trump voice. He, I think he's trying to get his own slot on uh, Fox's animation Sunday night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sees how cushy tiny Trump has it in his cigar box in the closet here. Maybe he just wants to crawl around in tiny Trump's habit trail, <laughs> hang out with him. See, look, I can be tiny Trump too. You don't have to change my voice. Listen to me. He's almost doing like a Michael Jackson in there, right? Oh, dear. Yeah. So, Tito, stop teasing. Uh, Nimbra, yeah. <laughs> okay. God damn it. Okay. Sorry. All right, having too much fun here. We got to take a, a, a brief Ooh. commercial break here. And when we come back, we got to talk about the uh, dangers of AI. I yeah. tried to warn you all. I know. So did I. So did I. Okay, back with more show right after these words. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Bob Seska plays more music.
Those crazy nights I do remember in my youth. I do recall those were the best times. If this was video, you'd see me lip syncing to this amazing cover by Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith. Yeah. Covering Journey's Stone and Love. Another amazing album of all cover songs by the great Cersei Link, Christian Nesmith. CD only. You can only get this on compact disc. And I've got the link for that, too. I yeah. could just do cover songs. I, they, these are great. These I are know. Awesome. I, and I was thinking about that. Do we do an entire cover song theme week? And uh, and you know what? I was going to do it, but we've got a debut song from the great King Cyborg coming up on Thursday's show. Aha. Uh-huh. Well, perhaps after that. Then. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Tuesday show audience, but <laughs> not until Thursday for King Cyborg. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so yeah, that's that. Cersei Link, Christian Nesmith, uh, compact disc form. You can't download that one, but you can buy the compact disc through the link in the description. Okay. Nice. Getting back to things here. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, Donald Trump warned the Supreme Court that removing him from Colorado's 2024 ballot would unleash chaos and bedlam. He's still doing it. He's still doing this shit, and people need to hear it. I don't think they're paying attention yet, but once they do, they're going to be like, oh, fuck, it's this guy again. See, if we had a normal Supreme Court, I think they would come down on that like a sledgehammer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's stochastic terrorism. It is. It is. It's, what, exactly, it's exactly what it is. I just I can't believe that the, even the conservatives on the court would right. sit there and go, ah, that's okay. That's okay that he threatens our lives. It's okay that he, you know, will instigate someone to bomb our building here, bomb the Supreme Court chambers or whatever. That's fine. He's just talking. You know, I don't respond to mean tweets. I mean, there are still Republicans walking around saying that, oh, I'm not worried about Donald Trump's mean tweets. Like, that's his whole thing, is the he mean, don't mean tweets. Yeah. He don't mean nothing by it. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about 2007, uh, yeah, Donald Trump's nothing but mean tweets. The guy from Celebrity Apprentice is nothing but mean tweets. Yeah, no shit. Now he's just dangerous. Yeah, now he's a fucking fascist dictator in the waiting. He's a goddamn tyrant. And and madman. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's this weird AI thing that's going around New Hampshire. Unfortunately, the attorney general of uh, New Hampshire is investigating this now. Uh, People were receiving robocalls from an AI version, and the assumption is that it's AI. I think it's AI. Yeah, an AI version of uh, Joe Biden saying, "Don't tr- don't vote in the New Hampshire primary," uh-huh. because there is a Democratic New Hampshire primary, by the way, and right. uh, Joe Biden is going to win that by a massive landslide, as all incumbents normally do. Right in, yes. Let's listen to this because this is really nefarious. In case you haven't heard it yet, I've this not is, heard it. Yeah, this is the uh, Joe Biden AI robocall. And the first things out of his mouth, out of the AI voice's mouth, is oh, that's a lot of malarkey. So right away, you know, it's supposed to be Joe Biden. What a bunch of malarkey. Yeah. We know the value of voting Democratic when our votes count. It's important that you save your vote for the November election. We'll need your help in electing Democrats up and down the ticket. Voting this Tuesday only enables the Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump again. 
Your vote makes a difference in November, not this Tuesday. If you would like to be removed from future calls, please press 2 now. So save your vote until November, as though you only get one vote between the primary and the general election. You have to choose one or the other. Uh, Obviously, that's all a big lie. Uh, It could also be quite legitimate. It could be Republicans as well, because there is that thing that we talked about earlier in the show about uh, the Operation Chaos that's going on in New Hampshire. That's actually kind of a thing. And so uh, it could be a way to nullify the effect of that, telling Democrats not to vote. But they're not actually telling Democrats because we're talking about now registered unaffiliated voters. So there is a difference. It's not a gigantic difference, but there is a difference. And so it could be either that. Obviously, what the idea here is, is to get Democrats to not participate in the New Hampshire primary, which is going to, in one way or another, negatively affect Joe Biden. So, And uh, the yeah. even bigger story is the dangers of AI. Right. I, I was listening to that and analyzing it. I'm, I'm, I have a pretty good ear for these things. Yeah. Uh, having done a lot of audio editing, I know you have too. I was listening for what I would recognize as edits in the audio, and I did not hear any. I also heard a disturbing uh, consistency to the voice, which also indicates that these words were not directly culled from recordings of Biden and spliced together, that these were rather instead generated by AI, perhaps based on other on real tapes, but, but uh, nevertheless generated by AI, not an actual tape, as it were, uh, spliced together in a certain way. So, yeah, I, th- this sounds like uh, AI to me it, it, in, in that it does not sound like editing. And uh, this is, uh, you know, it's, I'm so glad that it's being investigated and, and hopefully prosecuted because of the danger that this poses. But my concern is it's too late. The calls have already gone out. Right, uh, right. The, the calls have already gone out. And so the potential damage is already done, whatever it may be, as you were as outlining there the various scenarios. Uh, uh, yeah, to me, uh, this is, uh, as I've said before, and I think I come from a calm, rational place when I say AI is going to kill us all. <laughs> Well, you remember, <laughs> we've actually used an AI version of Trump just for fun on the show. Well, for fun, yeah. Yeah, well, here's why I'm not, I'm not criticizing us. I'm just saying that this is how accurate it is. I just went to a, a random AI app, a, like a free app. It's like a consumer-level app, mm-hmm. and just typed in the words, chose Donald Trump as the voice, and it spit out this. This is the Donald Trump version of your shadow docket announcement. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts and minds of men? The shadow docket knows. See, it sounds accurate. There's, it's a little bit off, kind though. Kind of, yeah. The there, Biden thing is better, but, I, but yeah. I still think that was AI, too. Yeah, no, I didn't know you had that. I, this is the first time I've heard that tape. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also have one uh, where Donald Trump reads uh, Kimberly's intro from the after party. It goes like this. <laughs> Pursuing the agenda of manicide, here's Kimberly. That one doesn't, <laughs> that one doesn't work as well. I also no. made one for her podcast. So. I'm Donald Trump. You're listening to the Start Me Up podcast with Kimberly Johnson, who's hotter than Ivanka. Believe me. (laughs) (laughs) Kimberly Johnson, who's hotter than Ivanka, believe me. I got that, yeah. So I'm surprised you haven't heard this one before, the uh, Shadow Docket one. No, I didn't. No. I I hear two examples now where you're trying to replace me with AI. (laughs) 
obviously not. No, 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 no. Right, Nikki? No. Yeah. So uh, that's not happening. But obviously, this is something that we're going to see more and more often, and it's going to skew votes. I'm not saying necessarily yeah. significant numbers of votes, but enough. Dam- yeah, they'll be punished right after the damage is done. I, this is uh, very disturbing. They, yeah, you know, yeah. we've let this out of the barn or wherever you keep such things, and uh, you know, I, I'm I'm just terrified of it. I, maybe it's because I'm older. Uh, you know, I know people had concerns about piping natural gas into homes and piping <laughs> electricity into homes. My concern is AI. Maybe it's my turn to be one of those people, but uh, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I never will. I hope to get out of this plane of existence before AI takes over. <laughs> well, the other side of this, too, is it can be used as an excuse. So, for example, we have that tape of Roger Stone threatening to assassinate Eric Swalwell, which is entirely within the realm of possibility. That fits perfectly into Roger Stone's personality. Even if he didn't really mean it, he was just talking shit. That's that's how he talks. Yeah. Yeah. He was completely jacked up on whatever and talking about that, talking shit. Well, he now can say, well, it's AI. You know, he can wiggle out of this shit. Donald Trump yeah. will eventually wiggle out of something claiming that whatever it was was AI. This is the new I was hacked. It, you yeah, know, the, exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. right. You know, people who do uh, selfies or, you know, uh, uh, sex pictures would get posted on the Internet. And yep. uh, the person would go, oh, 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 I was hacked. That's how that happened. That was That's not supposed to be out there. I was hacked. Uh, clearly, I'm the victim here. Yeah, that's not my penis. God right. damn it. Right. Um, okay, what else here? So uh, I guess we'll wrap up with this. Uh, Taco Pina, obviously we talked about last week, Taco Pina quit representing Donald Trump. And it wasn't just yeah. Taco Pina himself. It was Taco Pina his entire law firm. So Donald Trump lost not one lawyer, but actually three lawyers uh, representing right. him. a team, yeah. And uh, Taco Pina finally went out and talked to the press, but hmm. it's very obvious that he signed an NDA, something saying that he will not go out and criticize Donald Trump. Right. Because he said here, uh, I left the team because it was just my time. Uh-huh. I had to follow my compass, and my compass told me it was my time. Wow. That's a lame excuse. No one quits Donald Trump because they're like, hey, you know what? Mm, I just uh, had to do something else. Had to follow my dream. His his compass was pointing to we're going to lose this case and we're going to lose it big. And this is going to hurt us in the long run. So I'm getting out now. I don't care what he says. You're right. This is a carefully crafted statement. He actually comes very close to blaming Trump by Mm. saying, you know, my compass tells me. It's time to get out. Yeah. But I think you know, we talked about this before. The two reasons for Takapina and company to bail. Uh, one, they're not going to get paid. And two, yeah. uh, they're not going to win. If mm-hmm. they can't win, there is no upside to this for them. Yeah, yeah, obviously. And I, but obviously as well, I think this has to do with uh, not getting paid. I think this has to do with Donald Trump as the nightmare client that he has always been. Yes. And every single lawyer that represents Donald Trump eventually discovers that. I mean, Alina Haba thinks that (laughs) she's going to get away with it and she's not going to be affected by Donald Trump. You just wait. Eventually, Elena Habba will go, God damn it, I can't believe I was with that guy for so long. The lawyers uh, reach what we referred to earlier as Trump fatigue. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. And it's not just Trump fatigue, it's financial fatigue. Like, the fact that he's not paying them at all makes it even worse. But even if he were paying them, it wouldn't be worth the money that they would be collecting from Donald Trump to have to deal with his mania. 
Because what, what we've already just established here is I'm sure Donald Trump is puppeteering his lawyers. Well, he tries to. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he bullies them. He intimidates them. He, yeah. he orders them to what to do. Yes. Yeah. Well, in the case of the uh, D.C. Uh, Circuit Court of Appeals, mm-hmm. his lawyer was saying something that Donald Trump very clearly scripted out for him to say. Right. This is the thing that Donald Trump says all the time about how he's leading in all the polls. He's the right. winner of everything yeah. that he sure invented everything. Yeah. Be sure and tell him I'm leading in the polls. <laughs> right. Well, tell them exactly this. And he writes it down yes. in Sharpie yeah. real quick, right. dictates it on a voicemail message or something. Right. So one way or another, Donald Trump is uh, is representing himself in a sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. He's just getting people with degrees to be his puppets so he can uh, make their mouths move. I'd just like to see Donald Trump drink a glass of water one time while Alina Haba is actually speaking. <laughs> I don't think it can happen. I don't the think other it's way possible. Or, or the other way around. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, still to come here, we got to talk about what's happening on the border with uh, Texas and uh, Greg Abbott's horrendously inhumane and cruel barbed wire shit that he's put in the river. Take this, Greg. But not anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Maureen Dowd. We don't often talk about Maureen Dowd anymore, and that's probably why no she, she yeah. wrote this piece that she wrote, which we're going to criticize heavily coming up on the Shadow Docket. Uh, plus, um, uh, a couple of strange laws that Republicans are proposing, you know, because they're all about reducing inflation. Right. And uh, there's one thing that's happening in Oklahoma where uh-huh. it's a, another ban they want to implement that has to do with sex. Oh, interesting. And then the uh, something that has to do with the uh, population of homeless people and uh-huh. how uh, the pro-life party wants to handle all of that in Kentucky. Oh, and for you subscribers, some movie talk. Oh, yeah. Oscar nominations were out this morning, so we'll get into that a little bit on the uh, Shadow Docket. Patreon.com slash Bob Seska Show. Sign up for $5 a month. And you get the Shadow Docket every Tuesday and Thursday. Plus, you get access to the app and the chat room and the comments and all that good stuff. So we'll see you over there, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. No, 